Hello, and welcome to Saint Stories for Kids, a weekly podcast full of fun stories and facts about the holy men and women that have come before us. I'm your host, Chantal Barros. Saint Stories for Kids is brought to you by Shining Light Dolls. Discover award-winning Catholic dolls, books, and more. Passing on the faith through proven play-based learning. Catholic mom designed, Catholic kid approved. Visit www.shininglightdolls.com to learn more. And check out our new free coloring and activity sheets while you're there. Today we'll be telling the story of St. Kateri Tekakwitha, whose feast is celebrated on July 14th. Kateri was born in 1656 in Osernenan, New York in North America. She was the daughter of a Mohawk chief father and an Algonquin Christian mother. From 1661 to 1663, a smallpox outbreak caused great devastation in the Mohawk tribe, and both Kateri's parents and her brother died. Her aunt and uncle who lived across the river at a separate Mohawk village adopted Kateri. Her adoptive family treated her as one of their own, although her uncle was anti-Christian and was actively against Kateri having any contact with Christian missionaries. Around age 17, Kateri's family began to heavily pressure her to get married, which she did not want to do. This created a lot of tension in her family. Then at age 18, Kateri began religious instruction with one of the missionary priests, Father Jacques de Lamberville, and at age 19, she was baptized. Her conversion to Christianity, plus her unwillingness to marry, made her a target for harassment in her tribe. Kateri stayed with her tribe for six months, after which time the abuse was becoming so regular that Father Jacques urged her to leave and go live with other Native American converts at the Jesuit mission of Kanawage. She lived there for the remainder of her life. St. Kateri is the patron saint of the environment, Native Americans, ecologists, and the loss of parents. Now it's time for our story. Father Jacques was very worried about Kateri. She was a very quiet and humble girl clearly loved the Lord and her conversion had been freely made. And while he appreciated and respected her love of God, her conversion had been very controversial within her tribe. She was the daughter of the chief and he did not approve. The lack of support from her family had invited harassment and insults from other members of the tribe. And the daily suffering was clearly wearing the young woman down. Kateri's conversion was complicated Father Jacques understood that by joining the religion of outsiders, Kateri was seen by some as a traitor to her people. And with such a complicated history between the European settlers and the native peoples, he could understand why they would feel that way. He had hoped that Kateri's conversion would slowly be accepted by the tribe. But after six months had passed, one of Kateri's aunts approached the priest. She accused Kateri of something very serious. This greatly alarmed Father. He knew it wasn't true, but he also knew that an allegation like that put Kateri in harm's way. And since she was already disliked, it wouldn't be hard to convince the rest of the tribe that she was doing something that called for harsh punishment. They needed a way to move Kateri to safety, but what could be done? Father Jacques prayed for an answer. Then one day, three Christian Native Americans came to visit the villagers. They traveled from tribe to tribe to speak to other native Christians and were very well respected. The three men, a relative of Kateri's, a Huron from the mission of Lorette, and a chief named Hot Cinders visited first with Father Jacques, who told them all about Kateri and her plight. 
Kateri had already spoken with Father Jacques about finding a way to get to the mission. So when the three men came to the village, Kateri saw her chance to leave. Her uncle, the chief, was gone on a hunting trip. She knew once he returned, she would not find another opportunity. She approached the men and asked if it would be possible for her to travel with them to the mission. Since Father Jacques had already let the men know about Kateri's situation, they agreed right away to help her. Yes, Kateri, you can come with us. I am going to the lands of Oneida to preach to the Iroquois, said Hot Cinders, but my friends are heading back to the mission. You must be ready to leave tonight while everyone is sleeping and your uncle is still away. Meet us down by the canoes on the bank of the river. That night, Kateri lay on her bed waiting for everyone else in her longhouse to fall asleep. She listened to their breathing, and when she was certain no one would see her, she got up, stuffed a few things into her bag, and snuck out into the night. It was very dark in the village, but Kateri knew her way down to the riverbank. It was hard to leave, especially without saying goodbye, but she felt as if though this was the way out she had prayed for. The water gently lapped against the sides of the canoes as Kateri and the three men boarded. Hot Cinders pointed his boat one direction, and Kateri, her relative, and the Huron man went the other way. Kateri breathed in the night air and said a prayer of thanksgiving. She was on her way to freedom. But back in the village, they had noticed that Kateri was gone, and so were the three visiting men. The alarm was sounded, and a runner was sent to alert her uncle the chief. He returned to the village immediately and was furious. He loaded his gun with three bullets, one for each of the men, and planned to find Kateri and bring her back. Her uncle got into his canoe and paddled as fast as he could in Kateri's direction. As the sun was rising, Kateri and her friends were getting hungry. They had left so quickly that they hadn't brought enough to eat for the journey. So the Huron man offered to go ask for bread at a settlement they had already passed, while Kateri and her relative continued on. But much to his surprise, as he was going back, he crossed paths with Kateri's furious uncle. Her uncle did not recognize him, but he recognized Kateri's uncle. Very quickly and quietly, he turned around and went to alert them. They knew her uncle was quick and smart, so they paddled to the shore and ran through the woods as fast as they could. But her uncle was right on their heels. So Kateri's relative quickly sat down near the trail and got out his pipe, while Kateri hid in the bushes nearby. Kateri crouched down as low as she could, hidden in the bushes. She barely breathed, terrified that her furious uncle would find her and kill her friends. She watched through the leaves as her friend lit his pipe and calmly sat on a log. They could not outrun her uncle, but maybe they could trick him into thinking he hadn't found the men he was looking for. It felt like she was laying there for hours, but it was only a few minutes before her uncle appeared, clearly enraged and searching for her. She prayed God would protect them and that her uncle would continue searching somewhere else. I am looking for a girl and two men. Have you seen them? Her uncle barked at her friend. Very calmly, her friend replied, No, I have not seen these people, and continued to smoke his pipe. Her uncle tightened his fist around the handle of his gun, looked around, nodded his head, and continued down the trail. Kateri and her friend stayed there for a while longer, 
and when they were sure her uncle wasn't coming back their way, they quickly made their way back to the river. Kateri's uncle continued his search for hours, but finally gave up, resigning himself to the fact that he would not be able to stop her. Kateri and her two friends continued their journey and finally made it to the mission and to safety. Kateri was so grateful for these men that had risked their own lives to help her reach freedom. She prayed that God would take care of them as she watched them paddle away. Kateri lived out the rest of her life in peace in a community of other Christians. The story of St. Kateri reminds us that sometimes God answers prayers by sending people into our lives to help us. St. Kateri, pray for us. Thank you for joining us today and we hope you enjoyed the story. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast, tell a friend, and reviews are always appreciated. Until next time!